Hey folks, welcome back to the Culture Jack Podcast. This is the Friday show. I'm your host, Dustin, but fortunately for me and for you, I've got a co-host today. Anthony is here. He is, uh, you, you know, I'm I'm hesitant to call him a guest because he is a regular host of the podcast. So, uh, Anthony, why don't you say hello to the fine people? What is going on, everybody? What is going on? Nice to be a guest here on the Friday show. <laughs> Nice to Listen, nice to make it make it onto the mainstream you, week. <laughs> you know you've you know you've made it when you get to be on on this is basically prime time. This is I, that's that's what I'm saying. Thank mm-hmm. you. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, well, you know, don't squander this opportunity. That's all I'm saying. I forgot <laughs> to start my timer. Uh I I have a stopwatch here. So, we're going to do speed rounds. We're all we're both of us are going to talk for 15 seconds, we're going to try and get at least 300 words in every 15 seconds, uh, alternating back and forth. And so, ready? Go. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, I just I stopped yeah. the stopwatch. I don't know how stopwatches work. So anyway, today on the show, if you guys have been listening, we have been dropping on occasion. Maybe we've only dropped one so far, but we've done a few. Uh, these episodes where Anthony and myself get together and kind of just shoot the shit. If you've listened to other episodes, you know that this is a very anxious thing for me to do. Like, I'm not comfortable at all. I like to have things plotted out, uh, in some cases scripted out, written out, and Anthony does not. He's a he's a free-flowing kind of guy. He's a slam poetry kind of guy. He likes to get in there and just shoot straight off the top of the dome. I, I can't do that. I can't do that in good conscience, but I'm going to try. I'm going to continue trying. <laughs> As we have been. But in our previous conversations, we talked about uh, the Suicide Squad. We talked about Shang-Chi, which should have been released by the time you hear this podcast. We talked about the new Eternals trailer. We're very excited for that and wonder about the delays going forward. We started to talk about in our last episode about Venom, Let There Be Carnage, because there's a new, new Venom coming out, the Venom sequel. And so Anthony put the kibosh on that. That was on a Monday Madness show. He said, hold the fuck on. We are going to talk about that in a different episode because this one is an hour and 20 minutes already. So, uh, Anthony, you saw most likely the Venom Let There Be Carnage trailer. I've been doing too much talking. This is a Friday show, but you're welcome to talk here as well also. Yes. Let me gonna, just say one I, more thing. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm no, just, just keep, keep going. Um, yes, yeah, so we wanted to... Dive into Venom. We've got some uh, Venom action today on the show. We're also going to talk a little bit about maybe some Moon Knight stuff, maybe a little bit of Batman action, maybe, <laughs> maybe not. I mean, it just depends. But uh, we're exploring what uh, is coming out 2021 into the early 2022. Tell me, tell me before you want to deliver your news that you were going to deliver to me on this on this podcast on this episode because i want to i want to lead into that first because i don't know what oh you want the you, uh, you want the news right now no okay so i want to introduce the news that you're going to give me okay. uh, so before we started recording this podcast anthony said that he had some news for me he said oh shit i got some news you got to check this out i said what is it and i got really excited and he said i can't tell you yet I'm going to tell you on the podcast to get your raw, uncut, natural reaction to this news. 
So with that being said, now you are as in as much anticipation as I have been for the last five minutes. Anthony, what's your news? Okay. So this has actually become quite a big thing. It's a huge spec, uh, but there could be some footing here, and that's going to be the conversation. Disney recently created a LLC or production, because that's what they do with with these IPs when they early production. They create, they have to create something to essentially lock it down. <laughs> I told you, I told you she'd start right. drinking water. That's all right. That's all right. Um, anyways, they most recently, or it was recently discovered, I should say, that they locked down Richmond Street. Okay, what is Richmond Street? Well, that sounds familiar. Well, it could be but, anything, right? But okay. Richmond Street. Wait, the, wait, wait, wait. So for like a movie set as part of the production, they, they locked down a street in where? No, 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 no. They didn't lock down a street. That's the it. name of the IP that they are okay, so like creating. The, like so, the so Baxter they, building for uh, Fantastic no, Four. No, 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 no. Um, when they create projects, they have to essentially buy uh, the licensing Right. Or they start the licensing with the fake name essentially is what happens. Okay. Okay. So this is the fake name that they're that's that's creating what, this project. Though. Yeah. And they do it. They, they have tons of pro all, sure, all sure, of sure. these projects. They start them off with fake names because they have to get the licensing for the video production and for the characters because the licensing is different. They can't just throw gotcha. stuff together as they want because now they're making a new uh, character. They're doing a different thing and they this have to is, do this the, is Marvel. Yeah, this is Marvel. Disney Marvel. Disney Marvel. Okay. And so they did, and I was trying to check it real quick. And Richmond Street is the is the name, name the of the title. project. No, it's not the working title. They always use they throw these these subtle cues in and then they try to work it. A lot of the time they try to go with names that like people don't catch because they don't publicly put this out there. Okay. But when they register an IP and they start building uh the stuff. So it, do you remember? And in the year between uh, Avengers Infinity War and Endgame, do you remember that they didn't give us the, they didn't give us the title Endgame until like a couple months before that movie? You remember that anticipation? Yeah, I do. Yeah. So they have to do, so they have to do an LLC based around the project is, is essentially what they do. And they do that as a sub for each one of these projects, no matter what it is. And they try to hide it from fucking people. Right. Because they don't want to just say Shang-Chi. <laughs> and then, it, cause a lot of that stuff, it's so early. You're talking three years from now and they don't want people guessing, right. Or, or jumping right. at it. And then after they do that, then the screenwriters, if they don't have a screen, uh, screenplay written anyways, uh, <laughs> the LLC was registered by Disney. Okay. Right. And the significance of Richmond Street is Ghost Rider. Oh, shit. Okay. Richmond Street is where the cemetery is, where the Midnight Suns and and all of that. So it turns out Richmond Street in Brooklyn, New York, is a stone's throw from Cypress Hill National Cemetery, a place that is directly connected to Ghost Rider and the Spirit's Vengeance host. This is fantastic. That means that finally Nicolas Cage can be introduced <laughs> oh, I'm going to say, say it's probably not going to be Nicky Cage. If it's not Nicolas Cage. So, uh, spoilers for Loki. At the end of Loki, they opened up the multiverse. 
And so the multiverse is a thing. It's a very real thing. Mm. Well, it's not a very real thing. It's very real. It's a very fake. I'm doing the multiverse. (laughs) (laughs) Neil deGrasse Tyson comes out of the woodwork to set me straight. Um, What if he was the real, what if he comes in as a variant of Kang? Wouldn't that be hilarious? Neil deGrasse deGrasse Tyson. Tyson? That'd be amazing. He's like, actually, let me tell you something about the universe. I am, am very excited uh, for all the variations of King. But besides that, uh, so there is a multiverse and, uh, the first episode of what if gave us a captain Carter, there is a very real possibility that we could have a Nicholas cage ghost rider appear in the MCU as a multiverse version Oh my of goodness. Ghost Rider. Yeah. Wouldn't that be the shit though? Yeah. I mean, it would be, it'd be a fun, it would be a fun nod to, well, to him. Not, not as, Tom. not as like the main, it's like, please don't put him as the main guy. Cause that no, movie please put him as the main guy, but second horrible. best. Horrible. What were you saying though? <laughs> well, they're doing, you know, the Spider-Man no way home is rumored yeah. to have Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. And yep. All these old villains, Jamie Foxx's Electro's coming back and, uh, uh, what's his name? Alfred Molina, I believe, is the Doc Ock Doc, Doc, yeah. character is supposed to be coming back. So um, it wouldn't be too much of a stretch to say that we could have a Nicolas Cage Ghost Rider in the MCU. <laughs> you think so? Well, I mean, it's, you know, there's also rumors about uh, Chris Evans coming back as a uh, Captain America, uh, the Hydra agent version of Captain oh, America that would be dope. like in the comic books, you know, having a, a, a variant of Captain America come back. That's that Captain America Hydra. And then also having Chris Evans portray Johnny storm uh, from his role. I've heard that. That would be amazing. Like all yeah. of that would be so cool. Uh, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, what about Paul Giamatti returning as Rhino? <laughs> i think i think or uh what a, or uh what's what's the other guy's name paul giamatti was terribly underutilized like they, <laughs> it was like, horrible dude i'm sorry that was such a bad well i mean just putting him in as rhino like paul giamatti could be a a, a major villain for one of these movies like rhino to me strikes as a character who is like an underling. He's like a mini boss. He's, he's like a juggernaut type character, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. Like it, that's that's who he he's like that's who he should be as a right. juggernaut type character. This oversized rhino man. <laughs> Do you think they're not a fucking man and a robot that's acting crazy with barbed wire <laughs> tattooed across his forehead? Sony's obviously building toward the Sinister Six. Do you think yeah. they're going to bring him back as Rhino for the Sinister no. Six? I mean, if he's just a dude in robotic armor, they could put anyone in the armor, really. But yeah, I don't think so. I don't even know if they're going to run with the Rhino. I know right now there's a bunch of spec speculation about Scorpion coming back. Uh, there was uh, some toy releases for the up and coming. Uh, that's another way to cheat the system that these motherfuckers like these people that spec this shit like dude, they're so hardcore. So they'll get early, early set uh toy distribution uh-huh. stuff and then that will cause a ruckus in the marketplace both comic and, and movie items because they see oh the new you know far from home set has scorpion so scorpion's coming or it has because he he's supposed to have a new suit in this which again drives sales up that drives attention it this drives is, toys this is the magic suit right 
that everyone's talking about. Yeah, the red and gold suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who, who that looks like it's got some kind of Doctor Strange esque something. Yeah, lines. some kind of special, some something special. So, um, anyways, back to Richmond Street real quick because we okay, fucking okay. ran right past that one. Dude, yeah, yeah. Tell me about Richmond Street. So, well, so that that's from what the the Midnight Sun series, and there's a lot of characters. It is the second or third i think it's the third iteration of of uh um ghost rider um there's a lot of characters associated in it which is cool because then you could get its own world because ghost rider as a, as a whole could really be its own little thing going on for a while i feel oh like, yeah with all of the characters in ghost rider he doesn't have to be a crossover character immediately not to say that they don't play in the same sandbox or world but there's definitely a possibility for it to be, you know, kind of a its own thing. Um, it does pose the question on like with with all of this stuff, and I know we've gone back and forth. We don't have to go too far into it, but I would love to see Ghost Rider be like a rated R character. I personally would because he's I know, a, but he's not gonna be. I'm just saying because I like he's one of the characters. It's like, dude, he he made a deal with the devil or whatever they want to say. He should be fucking hardcore. Well, I mean, what is Venom? Let there be carnage. That's a uh, that's a PG thirteen too, isn't it? Is it? Oh, hold on. Oh, yeah, take this. Okay. All right. So sorry about that brief intermission. My bad. My bad. I had to take a phone call. I mean, to them, it won't be brief at all. Oh, that's to, actually true. To the, it's like they just. We could have been gone for three hours, <laughs> and to them, it'd be like three seconds. That's a very valid point. We sir. didn't need to say anything. Very. We could have lied point. to them. We could, but you're honest. Well, my my thing was we couldn't we couldn't remember exactly where we were. So if we just picked up and we're like, yeah, and so Richmond Street, they're like, fucking talked about Wait, no, Richmond no, no. Street, <laughs> or they were talking about uh, Venom, and and here they are. Are you guys gonna finish your conversation? <laughs> they're leaving us hanging. I know it just kind of went nowhere. So um, Nicholas Cage in the MCU. Yeah. Nick Nicholas Cage. In the I MCU. have no idea what we were talking about. I mean, oh, I, I think we, if maybe I could be completely offbeat here. I think we were going, we were mustering the conversation back up into the, there is not going to be a rated R ghost writer. Right. I think that is, we could be, we could be wrong. Regardless, Disney. Oh, I was looking up on my phone. Uh, Venom let there, there be carnage. There you go. That's what it was. You were looking up uh, the rating for it. It is PG-13. So the final, the final is PG yeah, thirteen. Son of a biscuit. And and Punisher is going to be PG thirteen, and Deadpool is going to be PG thirteen. Oh, so bad. And Ghost Rider is going to be PG thirteen. So Mark bad. my words. I, I know you don't like to hear it, but that's no. that's Disney, man. That's MCU. They want they want the highest. You don't think they're going to put any any of their stuff over on Hulu and just rated R it? I don't. Not. I think that's crazy. Not, Let. Let Ghost Rider be rated R and put it on Hulu. Don't put it on Disney Plus. Separate it. It can be in the same universe. They can have PG thirteen appearances, but let the main story run run wild. Let it be free. Look, I don't think I don't think PG thirteen movies like this are they're hot trash. Do you just no, go ahead? I, I'm I'm just saying what you I mean, wanted I to mean, say. I know I know you want to ride the line. <laughs> I mean, and be like I I, no. I enjoy fake. <laughs> Listen. So the PG-13 movies, yeah, we know that the character Ghost Rider, we know that the character Blade, we know that the character Punisher are are most at home in an ultra-violent setting where, you know, they they curse at any any whim, they tear people apart. There's maybe even uh, some 
overt sexual overtones in, in some of these shows. But if you think about it, it won't hurt you as much uh, if you think about it as the MCU just being another run on the character, a different run on the character. Oh, I know, but I, I, I still think that they should have, they should allow for some of that to be within the world. I, I, I just do. They I should. feel like, I, cause it's like, look at, look at a uh, invincible. If that was PG 13, I'm like, fuck that show. Because there is some crazy violence in that show. I mean, when Omni Man went and killed the whole fucking team, I mean, that was, that was intense, but it, but it was right. true to what the character did. It's true to the story. Well, and then, you know, I mean, well, someone's true. with Invincible, you've got Robert Kirkman, you've got the author, you know, calling the shots essentially yeah. for yeah. that show and as it's well. it's an image comics IP. I mean, th these original characters by uh, Kirby and Lee and all those guys are, are just I mean, they're owned by a massive corporation at this point. Yeah. Where, whereas, you know, Robert Kirkman with The Walking Dead with, well, I, I guess he probably doesn't have as much creative control over that anymore. But with Invincible, uh, he's got a little bit more say in it. than What about his book, Die, Die, Die? I don't know about that one. <laughs> what is that one? It's a comic book that he did, a real short, short runner. Hmm. So, but I, I guess... Uh, Back to back, back on track here. Regardless of the rating, um, it would be cool, I think, to see Ghost Rider, Hellblaze, and 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 the group kind of come back together. I think and so do too. Like a dark. So it was Johnny Blaze is the original Ghost Rider. There was another Ghost Rider that they oh, did for several, and actually, they just the MCU just introduced uh, a new Ghost Rider, a female one. The MCU did or Marvel or Marvel did. I'm sorry. Marvel gotcha. Comics did. I was like, well, I missed this whole show. No, this no. Uh, did you, it did just, you go see it in the theater? It just literally, uh, the time we're recording this, the first comic book just came out. And uh, yeah. So let's, let's look at Well, the Ghost Rider character is like, it's a, it's a, the, the, the ghost of vengeance. It's the demon of vengeance, right? That just possesses different people. It's the same demon though, right? From, from, uh, Robbie Reyes to Johnny Blaze to whoever this new female version, uh, female incarnation of Ghost Rider is, right? It's the same. Uh, it's a similar, uh, yeah, similar concept. I mean, it, it is what it is. Because, like, there, there's, you know, Ghost Riders from, I can't remember what it was, but didn't Marvel, they did, like, a run on, like, prehistoric Avengers, and Ghost Rider was one of them. I'm not. You're saying a comic book run on prehistoric Avengers? Yeah, they're like prehistoric Avenger. Like no, there was like caveman, Black Panthers, and caveman Wolverine. They have they ju they just did uh, the Amazing Fantasy, which is like a I wouldn't call it prehistoric. It's like more science fiction. I gotta I gotta look this. Yeah, up. Yeah, look that up because I'm not I'm not 100 percent sure. It's funny our other episodes we didn't have like our uh, our phones <laughs> our devices yeah. and, and maybe our the episodes were better because of it. What was it? Prehistoric Probably. Avengers. Historic Avengers. Yeah, it's uh, Avengers 1 million BC. Did you not see this shit? Let me show you. This. Yeah, let me see it. Look, look at that. You got old Doctor Strange and uh, you got Black Panther in there. It looks like a, a Viking looking Thor. 
Because Thor doesn't normally look like a Viking. Well, I, I know. <laughs> He's got like a big braided beard. Like, like the in-game, in-game Thor. Oh, yeah. And there's a Ghost Rider character, Ghost Rider looking character in it, too. Is there? Let me see that. And Let a, me see that. A, a Black Widow looking character. And what was this? This is this is Avengers uh, 1 million BC. Okay, hold on. I'll, uh, let me look at that real quick. One well, second. Why don't you look at that real quick? Yeah, I'm not familiar. I'm not, uh, to, to be completely honest, I am not, uh, I am not. Oh, here's the members right here. The members are Agamotto. Oh, okay, so he must be a Sorcerer Supreme of the past. Uh, Black Panther, Ghost Rider, Iron Fist, Phoenix, uh, or Firehair, Odin, and Starbrand. Huh. Yeah, I'm not a huge offshoot guy normally. So I'm looking at Avengers. When, what year was that? Do you know? Like this this comic run? Yeah, do you know? Oh, well, hold on. What? And you said it was called 1000 BC? 1 million BC. 1 million BC. I wonder if what the Avengers of 1 million BC during the stone age was a group of powerful beings assembled at the dawn of man to slay a deranged celestial who had tried to tear earth apart. Uh, yeah, this, this fandom website that I'm on doesn't really talk about. Let me see something real quick. The Avengers. That's interesting. 1 million Wonder what. Dude, you know, because the Eternals came at like the dawn of Earth as well. Mm -hmm. Do you think there's a possibility that the Eternals meet up with any of these very old Avengers? No. <laughs> I don't think so. No, because I don't Shut even know. Down. Yeah, no, I don't even know what run that is. That that looks like almost like a one shot or a limited series run. Because I'm not familiar with it. But there's so many, dude, there is. So currently under the Avengers title, there's 61 original series. God damn of comics God damn. there's 14 annual comics and then there are 49 limited series with just titling avengers in it so there's over a hundred different things going on with the avengers ip as an as a name right uh so i i don't think that that has look at this look at this ghost rider check him out with his chain but it's a, like a vertebrae chain Oh, that's kind of cool. This kind of looks like a, kind of reminds me of Scorpion when he takes his mask off. Oh, in Mortal sure, Kombat. sure, yeah. What about the new Mortal Kombat movie? Did you like that one? Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was yeah. okay. There was some lame shit in it, of course. Excuse me, there was nothing lame about it. Are you talking about his golden armor? No, just uh, how they came in. Um, how they came into the uh, the little secret layer and all of that. I'm like, they didn't really need to do all of this. Like, I felt like the the Scorpion Sub Zero story was pretty cool. Uh, I I don't know. I don't want to go on that tangent. Uh, I think it's. <laughs> um. Anyways, I I think it would be cool if Ghost Rider came. Um. We'll see what happens. I mean, it could be anything. They've done this so many times over with names and IPs. A lot of them get masked for a while until. Uh, MC, the MCU is ready to tell you, okay, right. this is we're we're doing Moon Knight, and it was masked as whatever. Well, you know, we are going to be start starting to traipse into the world of like the supernatural and darker elements of the MCU because Ghost Rider, like you said, uh, there's a potential tie there with Richmond Street. 
mm-hmm. and also uh, whether you count the the Sony the Sony verse as part of the MCU yet or not, because I think they they will be at the very least like who was that CEO the Sony CEO that said yeah they're adjacent anyway, um, but even in Loki when Mobius was talking about you know they've brought in uh, giants and uh, you know, warlords and vampires. So, you know, blades coming, obviously it's been announced. Um, Mephisto <laughs> has long been, Oh my God. You know, even... teased, rumored and anticipated. So he's, <laughs> com- he's coming. He, he, he just, might, he, he doesn't need, but Mephisto in my opinion, when. doesn't, uh, I, I don't know that he needs to come, but. Oh, he needs to come. <laughs> now we're starting to sound like a, that Schwarzenegger movie. <laughs> What movie's that? Uh, his training video from what the seventies or eighties, early eighties. He's like, I always feel so good because I'm coming. I'm oh, coming yeah. at home. I'm coming in the gym. When he works out, I'm coming. I'm coming when I eat. I, I'm always <laughs> coming. That's what, that's what we just. <laughs> that's what we just sounded like. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see what happens with that news. Let's talk about Venom, man. I mean, because we could sit here and just chop it up about. <laughs> whatever obviously uh let's go into venom you said that it is pg-13 it's pg-13 um let me see if i can get the official date on that everyone's talking about woody harrelson's cletus cassidy's hair yeah Yeah. the the mini transformations because i guess obviously at the end of the original venom in the post-credit scene we saw him with his you know little orphan annie haircut (laughs) his frizzy dizzy that's right that's right um and then in the first trailer for Venom, Let There Be Carnage, apparently they trimmed it down. But I guess in the second trailer, it's changed yet again. Uh, yeah, it's it's a little more subdued. Yeah, it's done as like kind of. Eh. Well, because Cletus Cassidy, he had like an iconic kind of like ginger afro, didn't he? Yeah, it was like a frizzy stand-up, yeah. man. It's like what it was. It wasn't a frizzy laydown like what we saw in the in the first trailer or at the end of Venom. I mean, in the or, end credits. yeah, at the end credits, it was not that. And he also uh, in the new trailer has the frizzy stand-up kind of hair, which is pretty mm-hmm. pretty close to good. And he's got like the the Hawaiian. I think he had like a Hawaiian shirt on, which is also uh, part of the deal. We saw Shriek. Okay, yeah, that was the the lady that was screaming in her cell. Yeah, yep. in the same jail as uh, Cletus Cassidy. Yep, which is uh, his girlfriend. So the symbiote, when when the symbiote breaks bones, well, not the symbiote, but like the symbiote has like healing properties for its host, right? Did we see that in the first movie? Yeah. If it's if it's not canon, canonic, uh, <laughs> if it's not canon to the comic book. <laughs> Good Lord. Uh, and then it's, it is um, canon to the movie, I think, because didn't Eddie Brock, he like broke his leg or something and the symbiote came out and was like, fixed it up and his leg like, I think out. that is the, the, the symbiotic relationship <laughs> that they have together. Right. I, I think it is. I, I think that's, that's a pretty good. Uh, a pretty- well, because like carnage that that character like venom when venom takes over eddie brock he becomes this hulking mass of symbiote but when 
uh, Cletus Cassidy is taken over by Carnage, he is like that. That character is always portrayed as much like skinnier, much more lanky, um, with like thinner arms and torso and stuff. So I'm just in my brain, you know, is this creature like crushing Woody Harrelson's bones within him to like make him like a, a much more sleek and aerodynamic symbiote. Uh, and then like heals him when he comes out. It was a, it's a very technical question. Damn, like, and line of th- Jesus <laughs> that I, you're not fucking kidding, dude. Look, Good Lord. You, you gotta, you gotta ha- remove, uh, and why are you so concerned about it? That's a funny thing to be like, I don't know. He's if, a serial killer. It, I guess it, I shouldn't it, be. Is Woody right. Harrelson covered in the is carnage suit or does the carnage suit do something different? Look, I know it's CG, but like, I just, it's not real, bro. What if they, what if they did that? What if they made it, uh, like it was all practical effects and Woody Harrelson just put on this carnage suit over his own body, but it's like they, a rubber suit, but they still wanted to <laughs> what make. If they, if they didn't CG Woody Harrelson's character. They right, got they rubber. Still, they still wanted to make it like a skinny carnage, like the comic book. So there was just part of Woody Harrelson that just wasn't covered. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's. We should I, make our own Venom movie. Our I, own well, I think it, I think it's just a uh, representation of the host and whatever symbiote you have right like because each symbiote is different i mean they just did a whole run of new symbiotes or explain i wouldn't say new symbiotes but they brought out a ton of symbiotes in the uh, comic book world with lasher and and riots getting ready to come out and there's like a whole host of these different symbiotes there's another one that was in the trailer phage is another one well, well there was one i i don't you, you might have already mentioned it but there was one in the trailer that it looked like Eddie Brock or or Venom was going to bite some dude, and someone was like, "Oh, that's this character." God, I I'd have to re- yeah, I'd have to rewatch it, but there's a high likelihood we're gonna see we're gonna see some some new shit. What for sure? What do you think the likelihood is that we're going to see Spider Man in the sequel? I don't think we're gonna see him. No, okay, not in the sequel. What about an in-credit tease? I think we're going to see a Morbius in-credit in tease, given the information. Oh, you think Morbius is... Oh, yeah, you you gave me that rumor. Did we talk about that on this podcast yet? I no. I think we did. No, we didn't. Tell the people. Tell so, them what you heard. Yeah, so recently... Let me see if I can find... Actually, I might have the article still. Let me find the article in my in my little treasure trove of information i I would i sure do it's right here okay so morbius director seemingly spoils cameo by tom hardy's venom this was brought to you by comicbook.com morbius director daniel espinosa appears to reveal venom's actor tom hardy is swinging into sony's spider-man spinoff movie the first trailer of morbius starring suicide squad's jared leto as a living vampire anti-hero from the marvel comic books now let me Okay, so comic books tease Spider-Man, Michael Keaton releasing the role. We know Michael Keaton's got a cameo in it because we saw him. I'm trying, come on. Here's here's the quote. So he was being interviewed and this, yeah, so he's being interviewed and he says this. It usually feels strange before the day begins. When you look at the schedule and stand on set yourself, Espinosa said in a translated interview with Swedish site Moviesign. Uh, when asked about directing big stars outside of the smaller screens, when you walk around there, the recording 
looks just like a Swedish production. But when you look at the schedule and read names like Michael Keaton, Jared Leto, and Tom Hardy, <laughs> then it feels cool and very exciting. So that's uh, him essentially saying <laughs> that right. Tom Hardy has something. And it could be it could be anything. It could be Tom Hardy, the reporter. Right. Uh, not not Venom. Well, I'd love to see Venom in it, though. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, it's it's cool that uh, Michael Keaton is in it because, yeah, you know, these are what are they? Sony produced or Sony funded movies, but they are in the Marvel Cinematic. The Spider-Man movie specifically is what I'm talking about, where Michael Keaton appeared as the vulture. And, and he, dude, he did a great fucking he did job. Do a great dude. vulture, man. He like he when when I watched him as the vulture, I was like, dude, he, the the costume design on that was sick. Like, it was great. His coat, his the way he looked, his mask, his fucking wings and shit. I was like, dude, that's dope. He also when he was with the scenes with Tom Holland, where I can't recall menacing it, menacing as fuck. Oh, dude, man. It, it was like seeing. It was like seeing what it reminded me. I was like, dude, that is like super creepy. And very threatening when he is talking to uh, to Tom Holland there when, when Tom's in the car with him. And I was like, God, dude, he killed that shit. Well, like he's a father and he's like a blue collar worker. And yep. it's like all these other people salvaging are, all of the yeah, alien ships. And they're shit. reporters and scientists and sorcerers. And he's just like a dude who's like a scavenger. Don't, is really don't what it's- fuck up what I got going on for my family because I will I will end you. Yep. Because yeah, that was menacing as hell. the The thing about the vulture is, it's, and a lot of these characters, you you don't want to go the X Men route where you ground the characters so much that you're afraid to show them in their yellow costumes, uh, a la Wolverine, right? Right. But at the same time, a lot of the comic book characters are goofy as hell to look at. Like the vulture. Oh, the old stuff? Like green tights and like actual wings. Well, I love it, dude. I keep buying, I keep buying, uh, old old comics because uh-huh. did you it's so visually appealing and and and, and it works in the appreciating comics. yeah well no it still looks goofy as shit but to <laughs> see to see that dude this is what was happening in the 60s and 70s or or 50s uh depending on what what era of comics you're talking silver age golden age um and what characters but i mean predominantly probably the 60s late 50s and 60s dude, looking at some of it and looking at some of the shit like dude i have comics where like uh, there's swastikas and Hitler's getting fucking beat up. And you're like, dude, this is bitching. Cause at that time, could you imagine? And I know we're going off on a tangent here, but could you imagine at that time what that would mean if we were in war? Cause there's books I don't have that I wish I had. Um, but during the war, getting these, these uh, funny magazines is what they used to refer mm-hmm. to them as. Um, and there was, there was a, I think we may have talked about it, a pedigree of books that, uh, two brothers with one brother went to war and had this massive collection of books. And, uh, he told his brother, Hey, if I don't make it back from the war, you know, hold on to these books. And, uh, he did for a very long time. Recently they went to sell, went up for sale and dude had some of the highest graded comic books of all time. This is like the, the golden vault or whatever that you were talking yeah, about. Yeah. Yeah. And sure. so, so anyways, my point is though, there are books from, you know, when, when fucking, Germany was doing his thing 
And here we are producing these like kick fucking Hitler in the face. And, you know, there shit, there's comics that depicted um, lines of, of, of Jewish people going to furnaces and shit, sure, not, sure. not in, not ill willed, but Hey, there's a hero here to save you all. Right. right, right. Um, so there's those. And then there's so many goofy fucking characters, dude, from like the, the, the lineage. But back then that probably wasn't as goofy. Maybe. I don't know. I, I try to think that at the time it was probably pretty cool, <laughs> but maybe it wasn't. Maybe even then it was like, what is this vulture man doing or like electro with the big electro hat dude remember that with his like yeah his like eyes that go yeah and he, had, the side. and he has like this fucking weird hat and he's wearing like elastic or some shit and there, there wasn't a concept of like reality i guess with some of these with some of these things so it, it's funny to me it's, but it's like when we used to make up superheroes back when we were younger back when we were uh, children uh and many of those I now realize were just ripoffs of, <laughs> of heroes I'd seen in comics. Oh, yeah. Like, I made this new guy. His name is Spider Boy. It's yeah. like, excuse me. I know exactly. That's, that doesn't He's not like Spider Man at all. No, 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 no. no. He got bit by a spider in the woods. Uh, yeah, yeah. And he, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he does uh he, he actually has like mandibles like he's got a spider mouth oh my several God. eyes he's, yeah spider head he turns into a spider but anyways michael keaton did an incredible job i'm glad michael to keaton. see uh i'm glad to see him back he also and i think i mentioned this recently he also uh is in the epic Kidman flash movie that is confirmed which is awesome because they're doing the ezra miller flashpoint movie where he will reprise his role as Batman. I, I know, am that, so fucking excited. That looks good. I'm very excited. So excited well. for that. But the the Michael Keaton connection in Morbius is, I think, I mean, we'll have to see what Venom does, of course. Um, is I think the first real tangible thread between the Sony Spider Verse and the MCU. It could be because obviously. The Vulture was a villain in an MCU movie because the Tom Holland Spider-Man is part of the MCU yep. as, you know, indicated in Infinity War and Endgame and Civil War and those kinds of things. But there hasn't really been a, a connecting thread. That was, I think, is the first connecting thread unless we see something in Venom or in Spider-Man No Way Home, which we yeah. may. Yeah, because we could always see it in Spider-Man No Way Home. We could see Venom. Right. God, that would be so See, cool. we could see Venom there as well. Because he doesn't have to have a huge appearance. He could just, it, no. it could be one of those things where it's like, there's some crazy alien shit that was happening wherever Eddie Eddie and uh, or Carnage and, and Venom were fucking tearing it up. And they're like, dude, what the fuck's happening over there? Oh, shit, what's happening over here? Because it doesn't, again, it doesn't have to be this crazy thing. Because even in the comic books, uh, in the movies, they're, they're a bit more aggressive about it. But in the comic books the first appearances aren't always this huge fucking mashup, you know, like all out battle. You know what I mean? And movies tend to tend to kind of do that a little bit to where it's like, here's this enemy. And now we're going to fight within 90 minutes of, of movie. And granted the story's told at a, at a hell of a lot faster rate than a comic where it's, you know, I go to school today and this happens and that happens. Um, But they could, I feel like they could probably get away with that, dude. Dude, you know, you know how bananas everyone will go, myself included, when the the symbiote breaks off of Eddie Brock 
gets onto Tom Holland, gets like some of his DNA, whatever, gets back to Eddie Brock. And as he's forming over Eddie Brock, that white spider logo just forms on his chest. And he's like, what oh, is this? And he's like, I don't know, it came from the other guy or something. Yeah. Or some shit like that. I'm going to lose my, I'm going to lose my shit. It's going to be so good. If they go that route. I mean, there, there is uh IP or LLC stuff going around about uh secret wars. And so that's, that's right. been an ongoing conversation for a while. That's the first introduction to the black Spider-Man suit. Secret Wars number eight. Oh, really? Yeah. Secret Wars? Is, didn't Secret Wars come out like later? Later than what? I I mean, in the grand scheme of comics and, and no, things. That was the first introduction of the black suit. He didn't get the powers of the symbiote until later in the original Amazing Spider-Man run. Oh, okay. So with Venom, he got the introduction to Venom. Actually, he had the black suit for a while. Web of Spider-Man's all black suit. The Amazing Spider-Man. Secret Wars is probably going to be the culminating event for these next couple phases. Like the way. Well, we got to do Secret Invasion War. first. But we did Secret Invasion already. No, we didn't. Secret yeah, Invasion is a TV show. In Captain Marvel. What? No, Secret Invasion is a TV show I, they're shooting I, right now. Well, all right. Yeah. So we got to see what the hell they're doing with that. Well, and that's going to be fucked up because they already made the Skrulls a very sympathetic race of refugees. For now, for now. Well, I think, back in the 80s. Yeah, you know, with yeah. Captain Marvel and Because and, they, uh, they should become quite aggressive. But we'll see. I mean, because, like, that's another one. Amelia Clark's in that, dude. And, and there's other people. I can't remember some of the other people that are tied to it as well. But there's so much shit going on going on let's go back to let's go back to fucking venom though yeah, look, i mean we, jesus we went we went on uh, the the best tangents you know they're good tangents when you go on them and then you go let's get back to and then you said let's get back to a, one of the tangents that we were on and yeah. not the original thing. i know those were some good tangents i enjoyed it yes i hope you guys did <laughs> so we uh we've got venom let the recarnage october 15th is the date that i just looked up Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's that's where that sits, which puts you... You think it's going to make that date? I, I hope so, dude. I, I really do. Venom, I feel like right now, and we, we talked about this in previous episodes, but I mean, if you stack this up, dude, fuck yes, man. September 3rd, Shang-Chi. October, Venom. November, Eternals. December, Spider-Man. That's a fucking movie a month, bro. They, they and then are. where the fuck is Hawkeye? Where the fuck is Hawkeye? It's supposed to come out fall this year. We do. We don't even have a trailer, and that's a We're t. That's that's for sure TV, bro. That that there's we can't right. lose on that. Right. We you, can't lose on that one. You don't. Yeah. The movies could very easily be delayed because of yeah, you but know, they can't drop. They can't say that shit with it. Well, we're not going to release you the TV show. Like, what the? Fuck? We don't know. We don't know if the TV show will yeah. do well because of the pandemic. No, everyone's yeah. at home, man. We want the TV show. Let's, Give it to us. Because I haven't seen shit. We haven't seen a single trailer. Because that's going to be a big. That's going to be a big fucking deal. Hawkeye is going to be a huge deal because of Kate Bishop. There was also the Miss Marvel. It was like a behind the scenes featurette, little teaser. Did you see that? Which one, Miss Marvel? There's like a behind the scene, you know, think, meet Kamala Khan. I think I did. Because that's supposed to be coming too. Miss Marvel, She-Hulk. Right. And uh, I think Miss Marvel and Hawkeye this year. And then, you know, we're going to get into the Armor Wars, the Secret Invasion, the She-Hulk next year. And Moon Knight. When's Moon Knight? Is that still Probably like a while ago? I would imagine. Or a while ago. A while out there. 
And then, you know, we've got a second season of Loki coming up. Uh, I don't expect probably this next year, but maybe the year after. Yeah, could could be. Well, well I mean, it matters. I guess it matters where it falls. So right now I just Googled this Hawkeye season, Hawkeye TV shows. And it says Hawkeye is premiering November 24th, 2021. Oh, so it does have a date. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that. That's a far way off, though. Yeah. Because November. What if going on right now at the time of this recording? Anyway. Yeah, but then we're, yeah, we got what if, what, what if should still be going, but Shang-Chi dropped. And then okay. what if we'll wrap and then they won't have anything. So you're right. That is a bit of a different, that that's a bit of a, um, a, a little bit of a distance there. That's kind of lame. And I wish that they would uh, just tell us the fucking, <laughs> give us, give us the shit. Cause again, why the fuck isn't there a trailer, you know, or For maybe Hawkeye. Yeah. Maybe are they doing, yeah, they did a shitload of Loki trailers. They did a uh, uh, Falcon and winter soldier trailers. They did, they did uh Scarlet witch trailers. Well, and you know, to be fair, uh, I mean, shit, those were three Epic shows. They dropped. This year. I know that's actually amazing. Yeah. If it, and if, especially if you think of it in the, um, in the scope of like, we had nothing in 2020. Yeah, which was bad on them. Like n- nothing. But in 2021, we've already had. And if you consider each one of the shows to be like a- equivalent of a movie, at least as as far as I'm concerned, is like I'm getting. Well, my no, Marvel but they're fix. yeah, but they're still. It's a show though. I mean, the platform is geared for shows, right. and it's a show. So that's still three shows in one movie. Not to include all the actual Disney shit. I'm talking flat yeah. Marvel. Because there's a ton of Disney shit that... Or not a ton, I well, should say. Well, four shows, because what if... I mean, what if it's oh, yeah, live, live action, but it's still... No, it's you know, still a show. We'll, we'll give him a show. into the lore. We'll give him a show and say that that's it. <laughs> How generous of us. Yeah. And so maybe... When the fuck is Miss Marvel? Because that's button up. Maybe Miss Marvel's coming first. You know, it might. I it might. Did you Did you see yes. the... Um, Marvel. The screenshots of her with her her power. She's got like a purple glove. She's they're doing some Green Lantern shit with her. Yeah, I know. I've got some Miss Marvel comic books. How do you feel about that? I don't know, man. I'm not I'm not overly familiar with the character and I'm not overly familiar with uh what like how does this person fit into the world? So uh just a little quick background on on Kamala Khan. Uh I got a omnibus of Miss Marvel. And so it's a just, you know, a little collection of Miss Marvel stories. And um, she is a inhuman, or at least in the comics, she's an inhuman. So the Terrigen Miss Bomb went Damn, off. Yeah, man, she's a person just like you and I, but <laughs> you don't have to say she's inhuman. So she's, she's an inhuman. Uh, the Inhumans, famously terrible uh, show that was put on to... God, what was it put on to? It was put on to Hulu before it went on Disney Plus, wasn't it? Yeah, that was yeah, that was a fucking horrible show. Right. So actually, uh, actually, hold on, let me see. Was that a, that was a movie? No, it was a show. What was the movie that they put on that was kind of like a horror movie? Uh New well, Mutants. Oh yeah, it was New Mutants. Sorry, I didn't no, watch it. Humans. Not New Mutants. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was New Mutants. I didn't watch New Mutants. Yeah. Inhumans was like, so they they did the show that was Inhumans. It was supposed to be a movie, 
Like originally when they laid out, I think it was phase four or phase three, uh, a long time ago before there was that separation from Marvel TV and right. Marvel, uh, cinema or whatever the fuck it is. Um, they put it out as a movie, but then it came out as a show that was like made for TV as hell. Had the dude from Game of Thrones in it, the um, Ramsey Bolton uh-huh. actor. Yeah, I know you're talking about. Um, he was like the the thinker. He didn't have like a real power. He was just real smart, like strategic and stuff. Um, and then they also had in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. they had Inhumans where the, the Terrigen mist that would transform an Inhuman person got released into the sea. A bunch of fish ate it. And then it got into like fish oil tablets and went to went to market so a bunch of people popping these fish oil tablets if you had the genes appropriate you mm. would become an inhuman so they had like this huge outbreak wow. of uh, agents of shield was a good show um though not canonically part of the mcu still a lot of good stuff so they had these two inhuman sections in the marvel tv and movie world but none of them are connected to the mcu and so we've had no introduction to inhumans in the MCU, I feel like the Eternals is going to give us some of that. Um, and I don't know if they're going to make Miss Marvel an inhuman or not, or if they're just, yeah, some. that's a good question. I don't know if the Eternals we are, cause that's more celestial than in humans in humans was its own run and had its own focal point. Fuck. There's so much dude. Inhumans have to do like, I think the Cree are involved in some way with the Inhumans. I think you're correct. Like they came, I have a fucking Inhumans number one. I gotta, I gotta crack that shit. Yeah, I know. I gotta open it. (laughs) Let us learn a little bit. Yeah. Like that, the invaders, the invaders is another, a different segment that's ran. That's a team up book there. There's fuck. There's so many dude. I didn't want to go down, go down that. Uh, run well, that's um so we got venom coming which is awesome <laughs> back to that uh we we don't have anything on hawkeye i mean we can we can jump off of that i would say yeah. nothing yet for hawkeye set I, photos I, oh yeah they, plenty of set photos yeah, yeah. uh we know obviously kate bishop's coming we do I, I did just have some of the casting uh casting up on my phone here is vincent dionforio is that how you say his name I, I say Vincent D'Onofrio, but D'Onofrio, that's how you say his name. That's the correct way. I already always screwed up the, uh, the I'm D always, and the I'm always hesitant to say his name because I've been saying it forever. Because Say it one more time. D'Onofrio. D'Onofrio. Vincent D'Onofrio, he is Kingpin. supposed to be coming back as Kingpin <sighs> and Hawkeye. So fucking stoked. That will be great. He's not on the casting list right now, but that doesn't mean that's shit. That's the rumor. That's yeah. the rumor. Anyway. Well, and they only give you a limited casting list until the, until the show's out because it's not to say that at the end of the season. The big bad's revealed. It's Kingpin. You think you think Hawkeye's a multi-season show? Uh good question. Well, what they're doing, so you know what they're they're everybody's saying they're doing, and and they're literally doing, they're building young Avengers. Young Avengers, that's right. Yeah. And so it could, because we've already seen, we've seen almost all of the Avengers, and then we so uh, even with Loki, if you want to get deep, a little deep into it, Iron Lad is a variant of Kang who right. is on the Young Avengers. Kate Bishop is on the Young Avengers. Uh, Wiccan and Speeder on Young Avengers. We, hey, we we saw those guys too mm-hmm. in a multiverse near you. Yeah. Those could be grown fucking men easily. Yep. Um, and Hulkling, 
we got She-Hulk coming out. Yeah, I don't know where that's going to come in uh, or where, where that character. But again, a multiverse doesn't mean it has to be She-Hulk. And it's also yeah. super easy to make another Hulk if you just, you know, expose someone to some gamma radiation. All of a sudden, you know, you've got maybe She-Hulk has a nephew or something that brings him into the lab to meet, you know, Uncle Bruce. Yeah. Uh, well, they don't have to utilize because there's so many different variations of these young Avengers. If they got, you know, five of the baselines and then added two or took two. Right. Like it, they're not going to, they'd never have followed it to the script. I mean, they're, they're creating their version of it. So, but they do have, it's kind of interesting how they, how they're doing this. It says Haley, the casting on this is weird. And sometimes when you pull stuff up, I like question it immediately. Steinfeld is Hawkeye. Right. Florence, Pugh is coming back in the show. Thanks. She was so good in that Black Widow show, dude. She's what made the show. Uh-huh. She's, I mean, well, and I, and I hate to say yeah, this, yeah, yeah. or the, the movie, right. Um, But I thought, like, Scarlett Johansson played her character the way her character is. Right. Uh, so there was no issue with her acting, as far as I was concerned. Uh-huh. The Red Guardian was funny. Uh-huh. I think he could have had, I think he could have had a couple of better, better moments in there. Right. Um, he was a he was a joke character mostly though. He he was, um, and then, which is funny because you you know the I can't remember the name of the character, but technically speaking, the Red Guardian broke the arm of that guy, which that guy is technically the first mutant in the MCU because the guy that he broke his arm in prison. Oh, it's like Lockjaw or something. No, I can't remember what his name is, but he turns into a big fucking bear. He mutates into a bear. Gotcha. So it was like this big thing. Anyways, uh, so she Natasha Romanoff is coming back, or or Natasha Romanoff. That's what it's no, I know, but that's what the name is. That's what they put the name in here for some reason. I don't know why. Florence Pugh as Natasha Romanoff. Yeah, it says right there. What the fuck? Someone's drunk. I see. I see. (laughs) Stop pointing. Uh, uh, Let's see, and then of course Clinton Barton. Uh, Echoes coming into this one. I'm excited for that character. Yeah, that's a Daredevil character. Uh, Ava Ava Russo, Lila Barton. The Swordsman, Tony Dalton. That's actually pretty funny because the Swordsman's an old fucking character. Kazi, I don't know. I'm not familiar with that character. Uh, John McLaren is William Lopez. And uh, Cade Woodard is Nathaniel Barton. So clearly... The Swordsman was in the comics. He was one that was like partially responsible for Hawkeye's original training, right? Yeah, yeah, and he's then he old, like attacked old him Avengers. And tried to kill him or something and Yeah, let me I can tell you pretty quick cuz I've looked at it. It's, it's that's some of that classic uh, shit we were just talking about. Some of the classic comic books. So there it is right there. Avengers 19 is the first appearance of the Swordsman. And look at look at this bad motherfucker. What ow. <laughs> I hope Dang. he has to wear that outfit. Like you signed on for the role, bro. You were in a full purple outfit. You know, that's, that's the thing too. With, with a uh, nice little mustache. Well, the suicide the squad that we talked about on your show, um, like those, those characters were like comic book accurate too, with their costuming, like Which javelin. Like oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. The Yelena Belova comics dude have gone through the work through the, through the fucking roof. She actually was first featured in humans in a modern in humans, not, not the original, uh, number five. Her, her character's not an inhuman in those comics though, is she? 
I don't believe so. No, because she was just a Black Widow character. I don't know. Because I haven't, know I haven't even been able to get... Awesome. I can't find the comic. She... <laughs> yeah. You can't because it fucking went crazy. So she takes up the Black Widow mantle, right? Well, and, we know that's happening whether they scripted it or not because right. they're like... Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Because of... Uh, what's her name? Scarlett. Julia Lewis-Dreyfus. Oh, I was going to say because... Well, no, because... Uh, Scarlett Johansson's never returning, no, so they're like, not, no, I guess uh, done being black you, <laughs> we're going to extend your contract for the next 30 years. Uh, she's an awesome fuck. I, I guess we're just riffing at this point completely, but. Um, <laughs> That's what we've been doing this whole time. Pretty much. I love that character, dude. She was hilarious. She was so funny. Um, and, and, you know, Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow was a funny character, too. She had some good quips throughout yeah. the MCU. Uh I don't know. She just is the uh, Florence Pugh character is just like sarcastic and really, really a lot of that kind of meta meta comic book humor, like a Deadpool or someone else that kind of points out some of the, the, the strange things about the world that she lives in. Like, yeah, well, the, it's very modern. Yeah. Like I, I feel like her approach was like very modern. And uh, was also very timely with her with her comments. I mean, she they did a good job. Whoever wrote her lines did a good fucking job. Yep, and very good comedic timing on her part as well. Yeah, the whole the whole uh, landing sequence. So the thing about Black Widow is at the end of it. Spoilers for Black Widow. If you have, oh my already. god, who hasn't seen the Black Widow well, yet? I don't know. I don't. There's someone out there that's like, oh, I'm so angry. These guys. You, you fucking spoiled it three months later. How dare you? Because I don't go on the internet. Well, yeah, it's been out for a few months anyway. Um, at the end of it, we've got a we've got a whole slew of widows that are you know super trained oh yeah they're like an army of them right they're with the taskmaster with taskmaster as well uh i hope taskmaster retains some of her uh villainy you know dude i i still don't like i don't like how they did the taskmaster well i i i know they they definitely could have showcased the taskmaster skill a little bit more but i hope they you know somewhere along the line she's like you know what? Screw everybody because you know I'm I'm still a bad guy. I don't want I don't want her to be a good guy. I want her to be a recurring rogue in you know MC is bad at that anyway. But so we've got a whole army of uh widows out there, highly trained, that are gonna make their appearance somewhere, uh, because that event happened before Civil War, right? So we've got Civil War, Infinity War, that whole five year blip, they're they're gonna come into play at some other point. I wish they would have done that with the flag smashers in Falcon and the winter soldier, mm. like kept them alive, but instead they, you know, tied up the loose ends and Zemo got his justice or whatever. Yeah. But on Zemo. Yeah. It'd be, fuck. It, we might see Zemo though. Maybe, uh, I hope so. Maybe I like his what's character. her name. What's her name's going to break him out of Wakanda. Uh, the recruiter, Julia Louis, Julia Louis Dreyfus. Gets For the Zemo. Thunderbolts. Something, something. Cause they're coming, dude. They are, they're coming. I mean, that team's being recruited then I, I think at some point in the near future, we're going to start seeing that recruitment of the young Avengers. We need some guys here, but the interesting thing that this came across my, came across the good old brain the other day was like, wait, uh, Tony Stark is still up in the air on what the fuck's happening. You know, we don't believe, what do you mean he's up in the air? Well, I'm just saying, we don't think that he is coming back. There's been rumors that he may, uh, uh, what's his name? 
may run voice as like a Tony Stark AI from that would be awesome. Yeah. They're, they're, I would dig that. So there was rumors about that, which is cool. Okay. That's, that's acceptable. Okay. But he's gone for the most part. He may run AI, which would be cool. Please let uh, Robert Downey Jr. Come back to do that. At least. I mean, like I don't yeah. want a different voice. Um, okay. So that, that character's gone though. Right. And then we've got Steve Rogers who fucking went old and essentially he's gone. He did go old. He did. He, he made the choice and right. he uh, chose to go old. Okay. Well, you're definitely not fighting anymore. Old During man. Loki, people were so pissed about that too, because they were like, why isn't this a variant? Why is this supposed to happen, man? Yep. That's what he wanted to happen. In the yep. ver- it made sense in the universe. So we're going to say Steve Rogers is now kind of gone, but of course, you know, you can argue, well, the Falcon and this, okay, but I'm just saying Chris Evans, Steve Rogers stepped out. So now we don't have that because these are main, like these are the OGs, right? right. That, that are in here. Scarlett Johansson is yeah. gone, right? Uh, we now we're left with who are we left with. We got Chris Hemsworth as Thor, yeah, which is interesting because it's like it, I hope he goes beyond Thor: Love and Thunder. I personally do. Right. I think the dude's got plenty of years under his belt, and dude, I'd love him to play old Thor at some point. It might just be a setup for Jane Foster to become Thor. That's what that's new... what everybody is fucking saying. Well, I, I mean, I know she's supposed to become Thor in in that in that movie, but uh, whether or not that means that she will be the Thor that goes onward, or she will just be another Thor, a variant. Goes, well, not a variant, but a um, it's a carbon copy of Loki, except for it's Thor and Jane Foster. Yeah. <laughs> Jammed into a two-hour movie. You're my variant. Yeah. She's like, I'm I was your girlfriend. Like, He's like, what? No, no, you're not. That'd be funny. That <laughs> <laughs> Thor doesn't understand the concept yeah. of variants. No. Loki's trying to explain it. And it's like Well, well, so we so we we still have Chris Hemsworth for the the moment. I mean, he could die, Gore the God Butcher could kill he. His name is God Butcher. Yeah. I mean, Russell Crowe's coming in as uh, Zeus, supposedly. Think he's going to get killed off quick? Russell Crowe? Yeah. Uh, maybe, because there's Hercules... speculation There's speculation about Hercules being okay. in there, too. There is speculation about Hercules being in there. Um, It depends on the setup, but prob- I'm going to bet that they're probably going to go for a shock and awe. But see, the Guardians of the Galaxy are in there, too, so I'm wondering... Like, where does this world fucking, where's this world been hiding at? Because Ragnarok is all fucked up. Well, Where's Zeus and why wasn't he helping at all with Ragnarok? Where the fuck is Hercules? Well, I mean, th- that's all like Greek mythology, though. So that, you know, they're. they're oh, not, I guess that's true. That's, yeah. not, that's not Norse, Norse mythology. Right. That's so true. they're going to be chilling on Mount Olympus, whereas, right. you know, the. the the that's a good Norsemen point. were on Asgard. That was Odin, and yeah, yeah. So, that's right, so. Y- you know, and it'd be it'd be cool to uh, just like God of War, you know, the, yeah. the video game series yeah. where he goes and he kills all these different pantheons like, of well, gods. Yeah, Kratos is fucking unleashing hell. Why? Why not introduce all these different gods and all yeah. these different? Um, that's a good point. Mythology. Oh, that too. that's exactly what is probably going to happen with Gore the God Butcher. Probably. He's going and fucking killing the Greek gods, and he's like, "Now I'm going to go end the goddamn Norse gods." He's like, "We got, we got Odin's most dead. of them in Asgard, right? But yeah, yeah. Odin's well, he Could didn't be. even he didn't even have to because he could have just started right. with the Greeks or started with whatever, right? And then goes into the Greeks and kills them, and then goes into okay, who's left from the Norse gods? I didn't uh, even have to do it, dude. But Hela what, took care. What of about it. Egyptian gods? 
And maybe that's that's a thing in the because past. that could very well lead into Moon Knight, because I believe the Egyptian god Osiris it has something to do with Moon Knight's power, doesn't he? He does, and he was he was. Uh, I was just looking at the comic book that was in. Uh, to some degree, it depends on what version. But yes, he does. He that'd does. Be, he even has that'd be crazy in the third limited series. He actually touts the whatever that what is that thing called an onk or what what is that Egyptian? I, I know thing? what you're talking about. It's like the circle with the little thing across it. Yeah, it looks like the like the female gender kind of yeah with an extra line on it but yeah of. and it's got like Curves. kind of flayed out at yeah and stuff yeah, yeah 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 yeah. his uh third costume had that <laughs> come for oh. the come for the popular culture with comics and and video games and movies stay for the history lesson i, know, I mean exactly, come on exactly. we're on it you know that he's got like five uh he's got like five different um characters within him right yeah he's like a schizophrenic yeah dude, right yeah 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 and That's so oscar be- isaac gets a play you saw the photo the the set photo of him right Somebody fucking stole it and put it on there. I don't think I Knight. saw the set photo. I did see him like practicing some martial arts. Everybody, stuff yeah, every stuff. yeah, that was a big thing. Oscar Isaac doing that. Yeah, so That's there's a set cool. photo of of him. That's gonna be so great, man! I can't wait. That's gonna be dope. That's you know, super big. The, with the with the mental illness that this character has, or the other gods talking to him, or whatever, how they portray that, it'll be interesting to see how they do that in a way that is you know, respectful to people that have similar conditions and what the, what the audience reaction will be to a character like that, because all of these other superheroes that we've had so far, you know, some of them are assholes. Some of them are a little bit snarky, but we haven't had one that's, you know, that like, that's a very specific character trait. Yeah. And so it'll be interesting to see since he doesn't fit into that like very generic superhero mold, Right. Like what the reaction will be to that character. It's going to be more acting. I mean, that's legit yeah. acting on Oscar Isaac's part. I mean, he's got to portray it right. And then we'll see. Dude, I'm so fucking stoked for that. So we got what Moon Knight. Oh, anyways, back to the Avenger thing, though. So we don't know what's going to happen with Chris Hemsworth. Right. And then who's. Oh, what about Bruce Banner? Well, Bruce Banner. Mark, Mark Ruffalo. He's supposed to appear in She-Hulk. Because because the Hulk is the cousin of Jessica Walters. Right. Uh, She-Hulk. I don't know how exactly, and I'm not familiar enough with She-Hulk to know how she got her powers. That's, but yeah, see, that's where it's like it gets weird is like, per- were they kissing cousins? I mean, where are they from? Are they from Louisiana? <laughs> well, you know, and, and maybe she also had an exposure to gamma radiation as well. Um, and because of something unique to their genealogy, unique to their DNA, it, it brings out, it the, brings out a Hulk, the, sensation, the sensational She-Hulk. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's funny. Speaking of, speaking of acting, uh, Jonathan majors as Kang, that guy is going he to have a it. blast acting oh. because he gets to be all of these different versions of Kang. I, I can't remember. Uh, I'd have to, I was listening to someone talk about the contract that he signed with Marvel and I, and I'm going to fuck it up, but dude, this dude has something like eight or I think it's <laughs> That's between probably six the and the highest, eight, highest number eight, of movies. Eight. Um, yeah, but because dude, he can, he literally is the sandbox, uh, and can fuck with any timelines and fuck with anything right? he wants. Unlike, Thanos, which Thanos was an arrow or a missile, probably a missile is a better description, 
heading in one direction. I'm collecting the infinity stones. I'm going to fuck you up. Right. So it isn't as, I guess, open. Now, with that being said, the variations of Kang, so not only not only uh, like the Immortus and all whatever, uh, all of the characters, but each one of the Kang variants is going to have an objective as well. I know, and a different personality. And a different personality, yeah. What a fun, what a fun role for an actor. Fuck, to, like, and dude, he's so good too. Time, well, big time though, dude. dude. Think about that. Yeah, you get to be Rama Tut this time. You yep. get to be this guy this time. And you're going to have different, you're going to, A, you're going to act different because they're not the same fucking guy. And what you're trying to do is different, which is also unique. Now, granted, the grand scheme is probably fucking murk out the other guys, of right, course. Yep. But the approaches are going to be different. That's, dude, to me, that's so fucking exciting. Well, what's what's also awesome or is going to be awesome about this as it goes out into Ant-Man Quantumania and it goes out into the Multiverse of Madness and stuff is the Council of Kangs. Yeah. Like we're going to get the council of Kings. We're going to have a room full of Jonathan majors potentially. Oh, I'm so stoked for just that. arguing about what the best way to deal yeah. with the timeline is or whatever, you know, like the Rick and Morty, the council of Ricks and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. That was Avengers 267. I got two copies of that book, dude. Didn't, I want that shit. Didn't Reed Richards do some shit like that too? Oh dude, there's He's been a council of reeds or something. Yeah. No, there's tons of this shit throughout there. Thor's got a fucking, some kind of council thing. It's the corp thing too. Like, there's a ton of these like corps and, and councils through comic book history. But the most relevant at this time is the Council of King, which I am so fucking stoked for, dude. I think that uh, the approach on that was fucking genius. It was genius. You know, and. And it's going to uh, allow them to recast. Oh, yeah. Steve Rogers. It's going to allow them to recast. If they choose to. If they choose to. Because well, they, right. they, they may not want to. Because, again, if they're going Young Avengers. They don't have to recast. They don't well, need to I be, know, but for Secret Wars, they're going to need these characters. And these characters may come yeah. from an alternate timeline where Tony Stark isn't dead. That's true. And played by someone else. And, That's true. you know, Disney, Marvel can get them on the cheap because they're not Robert Downey Jr. And they come in, they all fight, and maybe we end up with a new Tony Stark in our timeline. Because yeah. Doctor Doom took control and... That's what eventually Shit, happened. That's another, that's another character that we haven't seen yet is Dr. Oh, Doom or Fantastic man, Four. People are going to freak out when Dr. Doom. Fantastic Man's. Four is what, 2023, I think. It's out there always. Yeah. I don't know. I'm pretty I'm, sure it's like 2023. I'm so excited about that. I'm so excited about X-Men too. Fuck, I can't wait for X-Men, dude. Like, that's the one that is like crazy to me. It's like, dude, there's so many great stories that can be told within X-Men. And I, and I hope, to some degree, I hope they get to tell and do some of those things. Gambit, like I'd love the the whole Gambit thing. The initial one, I don't know, because having Chatting Tana and given the current thing that was happening, I'm like, I don't know about that. But what I do know is, is the characters, depending on which X-Men they go with, you know, whether it's a modern X-Men, is it the blue team, the gold team? Is it the classic team? Is it the fucking second series Jim Lee run? Like what variation of X-Men do we get? You know what? I bet, I bet we don't get... Cyclops, I bet we don't get Wolverine right away in the first few X-Men. I bet we get some offshoot characters. It's like, you know, like Jubilee. Uh, Jubilee's for sure coming. Jubilee, Angel, and Toad are like Jesus, a, a movie. What? <laughs> but I'm no night? You don't think like a Nightcrawler? Well, you know, I mean, Disney Marvel has done so well with introducing uh, whole universes of characters through like 
smaller tier characters yeah, like true. Avengers was a B team, right? X-Men was the big, the big show ticket. Uh, and Avengers was kind of like the side character, but that's all they had. So they used it and they did great. They pumped out guardians of the galaxy. They did great. You know, like Ant-Man boom. So I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't do like, you know, storm and the gang right off the cuff. Huh? Interesting. I mean, they could do like rogue and gambit jubilee uh and a couple of other characters to where it's not hey we're not a big thing and then do they bring in professor xavier that's where it starts getting bigger is professor xavier magneto i hope the multiverse allows us to have james mcavoy michael fassbender and fassbender oh they did so good dude i like their portrayals they had such good portrayals they've got so much yeah you know their acting career ahead of them too like Oh, they're just great actors as is too. That's the yeah. thing. Like, but they got Ty feel like the the that X-Men run was shitty. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it the, was just the shitty. Fox, dude. The Fox X-Men was, was like, what the fuck? It man? was garbage. They got a raw deal. They picked the wrong universe to go play in. But I'm glad that we got them as those characters. And I would love to see them again as those characters, especially if they're doing multiverse shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and they can ground like some of those. I feel like some of those stories could be grounded for a hot minute. Uh, you know, I think that that would be okay. You know, doing Gambit and like the Gambit and Rogue story like that. You could do a whole TV season on, on that or maybe two just developing like how did Gambit get his abilities Rogue and the trivial stuff that comes with Rogue where she, she essentially robs people, can rob people of life if well, she touches them with her bare hand. I mean like, that's a pretty cool story that could be told without this grand, grandiose fucking story, which is, I think, some of the stuff that Marvel's going to have to gravitate toward at some point. Because while it's great, uh, and I love Loki, and I love Scarlet Witch, and I love, at some point as this stuff is developed, they're going to have to go, uh, you know, small and build build stuff out for later and for later so they get the audience's attention and like, hey, you know, there's this thing, check it out. Uh, and you can drag it along for a couple of years, even with some of those guys giving it the proper treatment and not, you know, throwing it on CW or whatever. <laughs> CW. Well, and, and part of the reason like Marvel and MCU, they already have Captain Marvel established as a character. Yeah. And that, that's how Rogue got her powers, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, not her powers to absorb powers, but her power of flight, her super strength. Mm-hmm is she took them from Captain Marvel, right? In the comics? I don't know. I'd have to relook. I, th- I think that was the case. So, I mean, that character already exists in the in MCU the, proper. Well, so. and then what are they doing? With, yeah, because actually I forgot there's a new Captain Marvel movie coming soon. Too. Yeah, it's it's called The Marvels. Yeah, there you uh, go. And it's going to have uh, Tiona Paris's character in it, um, Photon or Spectrum, you know, from yeah. WandaVision. And it's going to have Kamala Khan, uh, and then, of course, you know, Brie Larson's character, uh, Captain Marvel, in it as well. So, so crazy. That's going to be so God good. dang, man. Good grief. Well, we got a lot more to talk about on this world. Okay. All right. So, I'm going to shut it down. Do you have anything else you want to say? No, no. We'll pick up parts of this conversation in future in future <laughs> episodes here. Let's talk about video games next time. Yeah. What do we talk about? Tekken 7. Talk about how I beat you at Tekken 7. Yeah, we could. All right, uh, that's it for the podcast, for the show, for the Friday show. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, Hopefully you stuck with us through the whole episode. You can 
get a hold of us if you tell us what you're excited about in the MCU or the Spider-Verse or the, any of the potential crossovers between, or is it some comic book property that's not even a Marvel property? You can get a hold of us on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram at CultureJank. You can send us an email at culture.collective.x2. And the thing that would help us the most is if you left us a review on your podcast listening platform of choice. Uh, but besides that, that is the Friday show. I'd like to thank my uh, co-host slash guest, Anthony, for showing up. Thanks, Anthony. Uh, and we will we'll see you next next time. Cheers. <laughs>